Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. I am back today to share more information with you about sight words, which are actually high frequency words. So if you've seen any of my previous videos on this topic, you already know this, but what most people refer to as sight words are actually high frequency words. These are the words that are most commonly seen in print. So as teachers and parents, we want our students to be able to read these words quickly and effortlessly. These words really are the glue that hold our language together. So that's why there's a huge emphasis on these words. Now in the past, teachers have sent home lists of sight words for students to memorize. I know I am guilty of doing this when I was teaching first and second grade because we thought that that's how students learned these words. But in fact, that's not how they learn. So I have other videos all about the topic of phoneme graphing mapping and how we wanna pull the sounds apart in the word and then map those sounds onto the letters. And we wanna point out when there might be an unexpected sound that goes with a letter. And that's how we wanna teach these high frequency words. So you can check out those other videos. I will link them down below. But today's video is going to talk about how we can actually categorize high frequency words into two groups. We can talk about them as flash words and we can talk about them as heart words. And I'm gonna share both types with you, what the difference is, is why it's important that we use this correct language when we're talking about these words with our students. So the two groups of high frequency words, we have them here, flash words and heart words. We'll start with flash words. These words are phonetically regular, they are decodable. So the only reason that we really wanna call these words out is not because there's anything unexpected or strange about them, it's just because they're so common in print and we want our little ones to be able to read them quickly. That's why we call them flash words. We want them to read them in a flash. Now, because these are all phonetically regular, we wanna make sure we teach these words once our little ones know the corresponding sounds. So if you've already taught the letters and sounds for A and T, then your little ones should be able to read the word at because they already know that A represents the A sound and T represents the T sound. And when they see it there, at, at. So some other phonetically decodable words that are high frequency words are it, in, had, but, there are so many more. So if you go through your scope and sequence and you can see which letters and sounds you've taught, then you can teach the corresponding flash words because students already know those sounds and they're phonetically regular. 
Now the other type of word, these are the heart words. I have a video all about the heart word method for phoneme graphing mapping that you can check out. I will link down below. But these are the words that are phonetically irregular. These have irregular spellings that we want to specifically call out for our students because they don't go with the phonics patterns that they've already learned. So for example, said, the, from, there's a heart above the sound that's unexpected. Now I will just point out that for the, I'm not sure if you can see that, the digraph TH is representing the th sound in the. I always teach the after I teach the digraph TH. And the reason I do this is because then it's one less unexpected sound in the word. If I were to teach the word the right at the beginning of the year, when my students don't know the TH digraph, then I would need to use two hearts, one over the TH and then one over the E, because both sounds would be unexpected. So I always go through my phonics scope and sequence and I see which sounds I'm teaching and I try to teach the high frequency word after I've taught that sound so that there's less unexpected sounds. Now that leads me into these last two words that are listed, C and four. Both of these words have phonics patterns that students are going to learn eventually in first or second grade. But if you're teaching these words before students have learned those phonics patterns, that's why they're taught as heart words. So in C, the two E's represent the long E sound. If your students haven't learned that, they would need a heart above that to remind them it's unexpected. And for four, if they haven't learned our controlled vowels yet, they don't know that OR represents OR, you would have to put a heart there. Now I put an asterisk next to both of these because these will eventually become flash words. If you were to wait to teach these until after you've taught those, phon those phonics patterns, then they would become flash words. But the problem is that many teachers are teaching these words before they teach the phonics patterns, so that's why we have so many heart words. It's really up to you, but I would recommend going through your scope and sequence and doing your very best to teach high frequency words after you've already taught those corresponding sounds. That way there are less high frequency words with hearts. It's not always possible, especially for some of these patterns that aren't going to be taught until first or second grade, and you need your students to know these words in kindergarten. Totally understand. But there are a lot of high frequency words that start out as heart words, even words like he, and she, they are eventually going to become flash words once students understand about open syllables. And there are words that have the z sound spelled with the letter S like is. They might start out as heart words, but then once students learn that the z sound can be spelled with S or Z, then that's gonna become a flash word because it's phonetically regular. So you can see there's a benefit to teaching high frequency words after you've taught certain phonics patterns, so you have less hearts and less for them to memorize by heart. So as you can see, it's really helpful to use the correct terminology with students so that they understand what the difference is between these high frequency words. First of all, for teaching them that high frequency means words that we're going to see over and over again, I think is really helpful. But then showing them the, the flash words are words they can decode, just like a CVC word, and that the heart words are words that maybe they need to memorize a part by heart, a sound that's unexpected, so they can slow down and pause and think about what that unexpected sound is, I think is really helpful. 
Now for the heart words, like I said, some of them are going to become flash words, but some of them aren't. There are some heart words that will always be heart words because they have an unexpected spelling. Now, some of these words have really cool histories in why we spell the word the way we spell it versus the way we say it. It might have some really cool background in history that maybe we find fascinating. I'm not sure if all of our students do, but some of them are going to stay irregular forever. Now, I have an article here from readingrockets.com. I'm gonna link it down below. And they took high frequency words and they actually sorted them by phonics pattern, which is so cool because once they did that, they only have 37 heart words that don't fit any spelling pattern. Just 37, I think out of 220. That's incredible. So really, there aren't that many words that are totally phonetically irregular that will always be heart words. 37 is pretty small. Most of these words are going to become flash words once we teach that phonics pattern as students move up in the grades. So I hope this information was helpful. I think it would be so awesome if as parents and teachers, we can really get everyone on board with using this language. Sight words is such a common phrase. You hear it in classrooms all across the country, all across the world. People have it in their vocabulary. Sight words, words kids need to memorize by sight because they're phonetically irregular. We've been saying the same phrase over and over again. So let's start a movement, let's start a push. We're changing the vocabulary so that it's more correct. Sight words are actually any word we can read by sight. High frequency words are the most common words we see in print. And in fact, the top 20 high frequency words represent about 25% of the text we read. So they are important. But then let's split up the high frequency words into these two groups, into flash words and heart words. That way parents understand more clearly what their child is learning in school, that flash words should be decodable based on what their child has already learned, and that heart words are going to have an unexpected part, but maybe only one or two unexpected parts, and maybe it'll eventually become a flash word. Let's start using the correct terminology, and I really think it's going to help our students, it's going to help our literacy rates, and it's just going to be a positive move forward as we're teaching kids based on the science of reading. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!